and welcome to the Weekly Song Podcast. Uh, my name is Roger Heathers, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Declan Kitchener. Hey, Declan, how's it going? It's going fine, thank you. Hello, I'm here, I'm back, we're back. Where have we we're, been? Oh, we're it's back, so baby. 17th season. <laughs> I'm back, baby. I'm back, baby. Uh, yeah, 17th season. We've been away a little while, but... Uh, 17th season? Songs. I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Oh my goodness, what, did no one tell us to stop? <laughs> <laughs> well, they did, they did, but we just closed the email account so they can't contact us anymore. <laughs> Joking! <laughs> uh, so for anyone who's joining the show for the first time, uh, the basic premise of the show is that we each write a song in the space of a week and we discuss the creative process of writing those songs. The chords and the lyrics and inspirations, and we kind of keep each other accountable by having the same deadline while we're podcasting. And so here we are. Yes. And we both have songs. So that's it for we this do. episode of Weekly Song Podcast. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> you'll, you'll just have to take our word for it that we met the deadline. <laughs> yeah, um, I've totally got so, a song. It's uh, 27 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's, your, uh, what's the first song you're bringing to the podcast season uh, this, this week, Declan? Uh, so the first song that I'm bringing to the podcast season this week uh, is uh, called "Don't Leave Me There." Um, it, it's not quite as depressing as it sounds. Uh, it, it goes something like this. If you like a unresolved chord that was really cool that is don't leave me there that is uh declan's first song of season 17's podcast i really like this it's got kind of like a fleetwood mac type of vibe to it um tell us about it i wouldn't have necessarily gone for fleetwood mac but thank you um i'll take that as a big compliment because i i like fleetwood mac uh <laughs> shocker fan <laughs> of 70s music likes a 70s band um, Likes the most, like, radio-friendly 70s band, too. Yeah. <laughs> the one that can still sort of sort of work today. Um, yeah, uh, this one came out of the riff, as, as most of my songs do. It started off being based on the picking pattern uh, from uh, a pair of songs that are not similar, but they use similar guitar shapes. So it's kind of based on a picking pattern of Blackbird and uh, Hold Back the River, the James Bay song. Blackbird singing in the dead of night 
take these broken wings and learn to fly. Yeah. As you well know, Roger, it's the sort of thing where you hold a bass note and then you also have a melody uh, note on, on top, normally on the B or the E. Uh, quite literally, it's just the A and the B for Hold Back the River, where it sort of moves up and down what would be the first and the third of bar chords. Uh, with Blackbird, it sort of plays a bit with that harmonically, but it's also uh, less structured on those two particular strings it's moving around a whole lot more mm, mm. this is basically taking that pattern where you play both of those notes at the same time and then uh splitting them up so bass melody uh as your hit pattern as it were low high low high so yeah gives it a bit more sort of movement as it were makes it feel a little bit faster Definitely, and it kind of feels like it, it, it that influences the rhythm of the song generally. Because on your demo here, you've got like bass, obviously, but you've got these claps and like that sort of low high, low high sort of thing. That really informs the rhythm. Um, I suppose once you kind of had that, you kind of must have felt like you were you'd hit the ground running, right? Well, uh, I mean, it's sort of part of the reason that the claps and things are on that is to sort of get down what was in my head but also to it that that's kind of using those two notes in those particular places is a trick that i've kind of picked up from you as well because i noticed you tended to do this a lot for like runs up chords without playing the whole chord um laziness so <laughs> yes go laziness woo um but i've used that in a couple of other songs and the particular inversions and chords that i was using on this one sounded a bit like another one of my songs that i've written um harmonically at least relatively um what a sentence it's very similar in structure to uh a song of mine uh see you on the surface right so that's to sort of try and that's a bit more of a straight ahead rocker so to try and differentiate it a little bit i thought right I'll give it a funky bass line. Um, and then when I sort of realized, oh, wait, no, the funky bass line doesn't actually really work unless you know more or less where the offbeats are. So you put the offbeats on, and it's like, well, I've gone the whole hog. I may as well put the bass drum in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, it's something we'll be returning to later, that thing of, oh, this sounds a bit like another song I've written before. And then, like you say, it's a case of like, okay, how do I like differentiate it from that one and like go off in a different direction? Um, it's kind of a challenge, isn't it? It is a little bit, but when you can work your way around it and sort of come up with different versions of it, it it's uh, fun as well. Like uh, keeping that sort of more on sort of that more sort of staccato ish feeling on the choruses as well was another big differentiating factor and like going to a different set of chords and building the whole thing on like loops between major chords as it were uh, so for example the verses on this one go from d minor to c d minor e minor f to c and in the, in the choruses it's a to b flat f to g minor to a to b flat to c and sort of just building in those loops between one and five and five and four and etc. Really I've gone very clever. theory, very hard, very fast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's 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 important and good information, I think. You know, um, now I know you normally write your music first and then your lyrics, which I imagine was the case, and I'm guessing that because the guitar part with the kind of low high low high thing again it seems to inform what the vocal melody will be was that the case um actually i was trying to do the opposite a little bit um i did write the music first <gasps> but like the uh i did write the music first uh but mm -hmm. i was trying to sort of get the vocal not just doing what the guitar was doing 
Because I think uh, it, something that we've all done at various points has had like this really cool riff and everything go along with that, including the vocal. Um, I've, I've used that trick before. I've advocated for it. Uh, we, I think we know it as the Sabbath trick uh, on, mm-hmm. on this podcast after Black Sabbath songs where everything is going on one heavy riff and it sounds awesome. Even this the vocal would have sounded exactly yeah this would have sounded a bit cluttered if uh that had been the case so it's a case of trying to build in uh, and like build in these longer uh transitions between notes as opposed to everything being quite sharp so that when you do uh sort of play on the notes as it were in the chorus you've got a little bit of differentiation there a little bit of like you know just very clearly different sections of the song. That makes sense. Although clearly and, I didn't uh, succeed as well as I'd <laughs> hoped I did. No, no, no. Yeah, now you say it, I, I, totally, I totally see it and I can hear it. Um, as far as writing this one and like the kind of, uh, you know, the week you were writing it, was it all sort of written on one day or was it like, okay, I've got the verse on Monday and I'll write the you know, chorus on a different day or did it all come together pretty quickly? Um, Kind of the main melody for the guitar uh, sort of came about more or less on the, I think we write Monday to Sunday. So it came on the Thursday. uh, Just with with me noodling around a little bit. Didn't think too much of it. And then sort of spent the next couple of days sort of tweaking it slightly. Uh, not spending any major time on it until Sunday, where I sat down, came up with the melody. Excuse me, until Sunday, where I sat down, uh, wrote the melody line, wrote the words, uh, added that little bridge section so that it wasn't under two minutes, and um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that that's that's more or less the time frame for that one. Uh, so it's it's almost a last minute rush, but not quite. Nice, nice. And uh, did the lyrics come quite easy? Did you kind of go like, okay, I, n- I know what this song's about. Like, I've got the idea in my head. I just need to sit down and write it. Or was it like a kind of the opposite of that? <laughs> um, it's It sort of came easy and sort of didn't. Uh, the first line came very easy. If you were on the run, you don't remember where you came from. Um, I like that. That feels very Foo fighters to me in terms of that, like a nice... Uh, opening line with a bit of emotion in there but like a clear sense of physicality to some degree uh, in the act of running Uh, but I'd also been over the past couple of days considering um, uh, the nature of uh, my friendships with some people um, in a good way but uh, in the last 10 years I've lived in four towns uh, or cities uh, and uh, I've built up friends in each of those places, but it's always—it's now at the point where if I try and split my time between those places and those friends, it's very quick, and it's very—you almost feel if you're visiting back home or visiting uh, Bristol or like uh, visiting any uh, like when I lived in Bristol, visiting Exeter, like you feel like a very transitory presence, uh, mm. and you wonder how people who have stayed in those places are getting on so this one was very much uh like taking the point of view of uh an an imaginary person who was uh sort of asking me to stay as it were i like that so you took on like a like a kind of amalgam of maybe a few of your friends into one character who you're singing as have i got that right uh, sort of more like what my reaction would be to to having someone like me up sticks after three years. Ah, uh, okay, uh, I see what you're saying. And then in um, you've got the thing with the two verses. Uh, uh, verse one is talking about if you did this, if you were on the run, and what does that feel like? Where it's sun- the chorus suddenly switches to like a person asking someone else something. Don't leave me there. Uh, mm. Switching to what I want in the in the second verse, which um, is is a very cheap trick uh, to sort of <laughs> change perspectives uh, while talking about the same thing. 
That's why I like it. Um, <laughs> I, it I mean, you and generates I both more love words that. on a subject where I only have a certain amount to say. <laughs> exactly. I feel like again something we'll return to um, when we talk about my song too. But that thing of like, you know, you can only say like I feel this way and I feel that way, and then you kind of done the first verse, and you go that's kind of what I wanted to express, like in terms of words, but then changing the perspective or changing the angle on that can provide a different vantage point. And then you go, Oh, right. Yeah. How would they feel about this? Or like, how would I feel if that, if that's the case and you turn it on its head? Exactly. Yeah. Which is kind of, it's almost like the inverse for this one. Cause I was trying to turn those feelings on their head and then halfway through, it's like, well, we've exhausted that. Well, let's just talk about how I feel again. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think it's it it's like perfectly acceptable and, and a cool thing to do like uh verse one, you know, my feelings, verse two, their feelings, verse three, my feelings again. I feel like that that does work, <laughs> you know. Um particularly because you've been given the new information in the second verse, and then in the third verse, you know, it's all about like how it unfolds, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like one of the dangers of this song because it's got quite a short chorus is that the perspective doesn't change. So that's kind of why it plays with the dynamics a little bit in that last double length chorus and changes to, well, if you've got to be free, then go. But, you know, mm. I'm still going to be sad. So think about that, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you, you've, you were the one who kind of told me that thing of like changing a chorus to have a, a different meaning or even just changing one word even if, if a chorus to a song is like i feel this way or like and then you could change it in the final chorus to like do you feel this way so you've got the same rhythm same melody or i just felt that's... this way or something like that mm, yeah changing the tense as well works really well um i think it's great how do you feel about the song itself is it something you're going to be developing I'm not sure. It's in this weird limbo space where I like it, but I think it needs a rewrite, but I also kind of like it, but I also think it needs a rewrite. Repeat ad infinitum. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think, like, I think it's great. I think it doesn't even... Because I know you said, like, oh, I need to, like, add a, add a bridge section so it's not too short, but I think it's in the in the same wheelhouse as, like, um, sort of new wave or, like, 70s sort of songs which are short and directly to the point and i feel like it doesn't outstay its welcome and it's concise and it delivers the message it intends to you know so i think i think it should i think it's good thank you so clearly what i need to do with this one is add in 12 guitar solos that'll make it much better that's that's the best way to improve literally <laughs> any song yeah and each guitar solo should be on a different type of guitar you should use like an electric sitar a telecaster stratocaster les paul just use all the guitars all of them, every single one. So next I shall week, not uh, stop it till I find them all. <laughs> people tune in, and we'll we won't be here because we'll be uh, arrested for stealing our guitar shops. Um, you know, we'll just do loads of prison blues. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know how they get harmonicas. In... Yeah, I think it is actually, and I don't know how they get those harmonicas in prison. Are they allowed? To oh, that's standard them in, issue. No, they hand them to you when you go in. <laughs> like, uh, like, just play this melancholic in the corner. Like, what if I want to be happy? No, you shan't. I feel like those. <laughs> they, sh they shouldn't have like they should have like one harmonica player per, you know, block of cells because you can't have like so, everyone with their own harmonica or all the different keys. It's chaos. And if prison like should be anything, in. it's orderly. <laughs> So, yeah, someone goes in who's a talented, uh, like, harmonica player and goes, can I actually keep this in here to sort of keep a handle on my mental well-being? No, you can't. We've already got one regulation harmonica player and he plays an E. <laughs> what do you play in? F. Not happening, mate. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a really good song and I think you should do something with it. I think you should develop it and produce it. Um and uh, yeah, you. I I do have a song to show you as well. If if you would, if you'd like to hear it, you know. You know what? I think I think we've we've had enough. I think we could just call it here. <laughs> 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 What's your song this week, mate? What's your song this week? 
Well, my song this week is called Of Course I Do. Of Course I Do. And uh, it goes a little does. something like this. One, two, one, two, That you'd gained, or would you slip away to fill your days with emptiness? Only for my lips to speak your name. On and on we go without a reason. Believing the seasons never change. Of course they do. But it ain't easy Living with the things that you do You tell your friends To appease me But tell me what we're going to do That was Roger's uh, new song for the podcast. And uh, do I like it? Of course I do. That's really nice. Back with the song jokes. (laughs) Song jokes. That's kind of like our reason for being. (laughs) I feel like I I gave you an easier one that time. Of course I do. I think I've given you some weird ones before. You've had to really stretch, but they've all worked. No, thank you, mate. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I like the sort of structure of that one with the kind of gently winding down and slowing down of each part and then you've got the key change into the uh into that sort of bridge section. Uh you've got like the uh changing sort of perspectives and tenses as the song goes on. What I am gonna highlight in each section that I quite like is that you start off with these kind of darker, weirder chords that you don't tend to use that much. And then as each section progresses 
you slowly start sneaking in a couple of your favorite tricks until you get to the end of it and it sounds exactly how i'd expect a roger heather's song to sound and then it goes back to the dark chords again i quite like that thank you yeah that was um kind of like it ties into generally how i'm trying to write this season which is i think after 17 seasons I've picked up a lot of habits and chord change, uh, like I'm drawn to certain chord changes and things like that, which I really like and they're great tools in my, in my toolbox and stuff. But sometimes I, you know, I think this season I just want to kind of like break that mold a little bit, break some habits and that verse. So that kind of darker verse was, was me trying to do that. So, um, I mean, it's all quite diatonic, this song, but I think because, you know, at just shy of four minutes, this song is like quite a long one for me, really, because usually my songs are like two and a half minutes to three minutes or so. So well, I wanted to. This is kind like, of true of both of us up. writing on the podcast. Like, we tend to write really short songs because we've got to write some of them, <laughs> like, in a yeah, short space yeah. of time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with it at all, but like, it's very easy to go, like, kind of, okay, I've got a verse, I've got a chorus, I'll double that, and, you know, there we go. And there have been weeks like that in the past, um, but, yeah, with this one, I think with the verses, um, you're going from B minor to G minor, which is the uh, the 6 and the minor 4 in the key of D major, which the song is in. And uh, so you're kind of going between these two non-diatonic chords, and it creates this kind of, yeah, like you say, like a dark type of vibe to it. And... Uh, but it kind of mirrors what the lyrics are doing because the lyrics like the basic like genesis of the song for me was i was just thinking about lyrics and kind of i about relationships in general and how even the most cherished relationships in your life can be challenging sometimes or like you can run into you know into personal issues or whatever it is and then so the idea the whole crux of the song i suppose was like um, do you love me? Of course I do, but it's not always easy. That's kind of like what the song is generally about. And so I wanted the chords to kind of mirror that in a way. So you've got, you know, a darker sort of like more introspective verse going on. And then when it gets to the chorus, it kind of like goes back to these really like cowboy chords, just where it's like really plain and you can really say the lyrics over them and have a more light hearted approach. Which kind of metatextually fits in with the subject, like you've got like uh, moments where it's difficult and you have to navigate through some unusual waters, but then moments where it's clear as crystal and everything seems easy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and um, so I mean, the the kind of challenge with this one really was the fact that you know I I had this idea for for the song, so I thought like originally the verse would be like one character singing to another character like so say like uh it would be like i don't know if you love me i don't know if you like me and that sort of thing and then the chorus would switch to me saying of course i do da 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 da, da. but i ended up having to like that didn't quite work as easy as i thought it would i thought it would be like a really simple song to write once i got that lyrical motif in my head but it didn't quite work like that so i ended up um kind of doing what you did with your song actually where each verse kind of like takes a slightly different angle. Um, uh, the the sort of song starts out with, if you could be somebody else this evening, would you still be the same? Or would you walk around the dark defending every scar that you've gained? So it's me asking this, it's a hypothetical person. This isn't about like one person, but like the general feeling of like me and what asking- And what's this per hypothetical person's name? <laughs> <laughs> what is their address and postcode? <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. What to is the end their of favorite type out. of biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> so like that—that's kind of me saying to somebody else, like, because I had—I had this thought a while ago. I'm—I'm I'm aware I'm digressing a lot, but the idea of like, if you're you on a podcast, up, digress. If you woke up in someone's <laughs> this, I was about to say, if you woke up in someone's bed this, tomorrow, and but that's not how I meant it. Like, if you woke up like <clears throat> almost in a sort of like Franz Kafka metamorphosis way, like if you woke up as someone else not a bug man i'm really going off the rails here but if you woke up as somebody else like how quickly would you like re-adopt your old habits is basically the idea and so i've always liked that kind of that thought so i kind of stuck that in the first verse and 
And it's like, would you recreate the same old patterns over again, um, which could be like the source of the dysfunction? And then it's saying like, or oh, would you slip away, fill your days with tenderness? Um, and then you're be believing that the seasons never change. So like, rather than believing that this person isn't loved by me, they believe that life will always be the same. You know, that life will always go on in the same uh, negative ways and that sort of thing. And then in the chorus, rather than saying, of course, I do love you, I'm saying, of course, the seasons will change. And then that, of course, they do, I do, we do. It changes meaning like every every section, every verse and chorus. So it's just trying to sort of break through to someone, essentially, is the point of that slowing down and highlighting and repet uh, repetition. As is often the case, you've <laughs> you've explained something that I take about seven paragraphs to explain in one <laughs> sentence. You're very articulate like that. <laughs> I'm very succinct sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the weekly song podcast: Suc uh, succinctness and identity problems. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that could be a title too, you know. That could be a title. <laughs> Um, another thing um, with this song was I, and just with this season in general, it's like I'm trying to really make my lyrics make sense, and that means a lot of revising. So I I got the general basic structure, the skeleton of the song down on I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday in the week, and I had the idea and the lyrics, and I kind of like scattered my way through. Just like baby do ba ba do 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 do, just through on a demo, just why so I had something to listen to over the next days, and then it was a case of like going into uh, into my notebook and just like writing. Okay, that line doesn't work. That doesn't make sense. And maybe that second line would you still be the same? That could be in verse one rather than verse two. And I just really tried to make the lyrics kind of make sense emotionally and also like properly. The only exception to that where I. <laughs> where I didn't is I knew I wanted to have a key change to kind of like mix it up because I knew it was a longer song. So when it changes key from B minor to C minor, um, which is just literally going up a semitone, um, mm. you uh, you get to that, find me living in a played out cycle, find me tethered to a merchant's stool, don't mind me, I'm bobbing on the waves beside you, deciding exactly what I'm going to do. Which doesn't mean a great deal, but like that's a good example of like, it. the syllables fit, the melody works and there's a certain like um, rhyme within rhyme type of thing of like the, the flow of the lyrics. But that was the only section where I didn't force myself to make it make sense. <laughs> we need sections like that anyway, like considering that you're working quite hard to get the rest of it into a certain kind of shape. Uh, like those words being as they are can sort of stand on their own a little bit as it were like if, there's a bit more freedom in that section, which kind of makes sense because like it being key change and everything, semitone out with the rest of the song. It's kind of a bit adrift uh, from everything else anyway, in a nice way. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where, like, you could hear the song and you could kind of, like, make your own meaning for it. Like, Elliot Smith says something to the effect in an interview once of, like, he, think, he thought of lyrics as, like, half of a conversation. So you're not given all of the information, you kind of, like, fill in the rest with your own um with your own meaning basically so hopefully there's room for that but i thought that was an interesting thing he said that's uh yeah it's kind of it's kind of very true in like most songs are told from one perspective so yeah that 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 clocks out i like that um uh elliot smith good at writing songs who knew so uh, is this kind of like this more structured approach to lyrics, something you're going to carry through the rest of the season then? I hope so. I hope so. I think it will be something I carry through. Uh, yeah, I just I, I want them to make more sense. I want them to be more streamlined. But, you know, it makes you think because like it's for, for me, it's quite like natural to just write gibberish if I just and like gibberish that rhymes and stuff, but sometimes just gibberish. And I feel like this is making me more focused. But then with songs, you only have a certain syllable count, a certain word count to get over the information you want to get across. So like I say, it was almost like trying to convey the emotional um, information rather than like the he said, she said information. Yeah, if these were essays, this would be so much easier in one way because you wouldn't be <laughs> bound by the thing of having them to make sense and sound good one song on certain pitches. Like it's, oh exactly uh, it's, 
like lyrics and poems are not the same thing uh even though one does help the other exactly yeah i mean it's one reason i like um a lot of rap songs that tell a story you know like i don't know stan by eminem or something because he's doing a few things at one time he's telling a story but all also all of it rhymes with internal rhymes and it has different you know layers and stages and stuff like that to the song and i just think that's so clever so i don't know i almost feel like sometimes i sacrifice meaning in songs like actual tangible meaning for this just sounds good do you know what i mean yeah, but at the same time, it's art. Like you know, it's if you prescribe meaning to it, it might as well just be a written document. Like it, it, part, mm. like you say, part of the fun is that um, with lyrics is that uh, it's one perspective, and an audience can bring their own sort of their own self to the other half of the conversation. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess also like I've just been inspired by by you, really, because I mean, throughout Beg most pardon? of the season. <laughs> Throughout most of the songs you, you've done across all the seasons, you always have like a kind of, this song is about this. And and I, I understand it, and it kind of makes sense, and it's quite to the point. And you have the melodic stuff too. Um, so I guess I'm tr- kind of trying to take a leaf out of your book, really, and just trying to make songs that are a bit more like yours in that sense, I suppose. Uh, th- thank you. I'm not sure what to say to that. Um, uh, other than the secret is just be a sad boy. It, it does wonders. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I mean, like what you what you've got is this kind of you've always had this sort of nice flowing sense of uh, of lyrical structure. Like even things as far back as uh, "Find It Where It Comes," where you have these verses that don't connect in terms of like a structured story, but they connect in terms of emotion and feeling. So mm. that's kind of. I think that's one of your key strengths is that ability to sort of draw the through line between loads of micro scenarios. Scenarios. I went very posh there, didn't I? <laughs> um, <laughs> like loads of these little um loads of these little moments and sort of draw the same feeling from them. Which uh yeah. But I, I I I really like kind of your lyricism on this song particularly. I was thinking if you played this slower like you could be almost getting like if you brought a bit of swagger to it you could almost be bringing like some Alex Turner energy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I I know what you mean actually yeah if it was like on a sort yeah, of slow it down give it a bit of give it a bit of the, the old you know just old the crooner old, vibes the old romantic Alex Turner vibes yeah. oh man the old romantic better suits the mood <laughs> that was a good impression it really wasn't. <laughs> I, I I disagree. I think that was we'll great. We'll have Sheffield in our inbox now. <laughs> <laughs> Just Sheffield, the whole city. City? Is it a city? Uh, I believe so. <laughs> Let's not poke that one. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, sorry, Sheffield. Um, but no, I mean... Sorry, like, Yorkshire. Like, <laughs> I, that's the thing, Like I think, with lyricists in general, is everyone's got their own different approach. Like, um, my friend Joe, who I do pea green boat with he's got this he kind of like uses a lot of metaphors and he like really goes deep into the metaphor so the whole song is like about something like he's got this song um that we did together called Ouroboros you know the snake choking on its own tail for eternity sort of thing and he just like squeezes so much like lyrical content out of that but then also makes it relevant to his emotional life um I suppose that's another thing with the lyrics as well is like it is as much as it's like a craft and there's like a science to it and stuff uh, songwriting you are also trying to express yourself you know and i think uh i think as i get older i'm trying to like uh tap into we're that we're old more men you know it. now <laughs> yes oh <laughs> uh, we're no longer those those young dashing 20 something year olds <laughs> no we're now those young dashing 60 something year olds <laughs> Doesn't time fly? We've been trapped in a time machine. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But uh yeah, I mean that's that's basically it for that song. Um I think... I really like that. I hope you do something with it. Thanks. I've started like playing around with like uh adding piano to it and a little bit of glockenspiel and um 
you know, the, the intro that I go bum, 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 all that sort of stuff. I feel like I could make that really dark and like, you know, almost like from a horror film type of vibe. So I think it bears developing. <laughs> you could really play with timbre on that one where you sort of start off with these sounds that are kind of a little unusual to you. And then as you progress through, you begin to build back in more of that band structure until you go out into the weird stuff again. Yes, that's a cool idea. Yeah, because like you were saying, like the the chords kind of reflect the lyrics. And if it started out with like, you know, um, tubular bells and a theremin and stuff for like the really dark parts, and then as it gets, it, it could almost get towards more like sixties, you know, uh, flower pop sort of thing in the choruses. <laughs> could be kind of fun. Yeah, like don't don't get me to play the theremin on that record because I will just spend all day just doing Doctor Who theme. <laughs> that is so true i remember the first time i showed you um uh that i had a ring modulator on my computer and you were like okay right this is these are the programming uh uh components this is the frequency you need to set it to (laughs) (laughs) set this to that okay make sure we have it on that i was like dude you really know ring modulators well and you were like okay now speak into it and i was like it's a dalek (laughs) Yeah, I don't know ring modulators very well. I know one specific setting on a ring modulator very, very well. You will be exterminated! You should put the ring modulator setting over your voice for that section in the edit. (laughs) Oh, already done, mate. Already done. (laughs) Do you want to talk about the um, 50 song challenge? Uh, we could we could give it a go, although I don't have much to talk about. <laughs> I mean, me neither, really. I mean, we both kind of uh, failed it, I guess you could say, which I kind of half expected myself to. I, it was your idea originally, right? No, it wasn't my idea. It got sent to me by the same people who organised the uh, February challenge, and I just sort of sent it along to you, sort of saying like, oh yeah, this is being a bit ambitious, isn't it? It's like, uh, I think I got a message back from you saying, one game if you are, <laughs> which prompt my hand was forced, sir. <laughs> well, I, I, I must have I could hardly it. say no after that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you said, I've heard about this challenge, let's do it. And I'm like, okay. That was my reaction. Um, so, so essentially, it's lost to the mists of time unless one of us can bring up a message proving... Uh, the the other wrong, and I'm gonna be honest with you that there there are so many messages in there that I can't be bothered to go back and look through. All of them. <laughs> yeah, that would be a lot of scrolling. My thumb would get tired, but uh, I mean yeah. it went it went okay. I think I got up to twelve songs out of fifty. That's six times more than I did. Well, I mean, I think the thing the problem was that with the challenge was like because we did the February thing last. Well, in February, where we wrote 14 yes. songs in 28 days. That's a quite a compact... It's the shortest month of the year. You just... One song every two days. That's kind of achievable. Whereas I think this was 50 Or 10 songs, songs in a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or this one was 50 songs in 90 days, which is just such a long chunk of time. To keep it going, yeah. It's three times longer, and it's it's still the same uh, amount of time per song. Mm. But that requires you to feel 50 things, and I, I struggle feeling 14 things. <laughs> 14's good. I feel too. I, 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 feel I, struggle- right, I feel tired and energetic at the same time. <laughs> I feel sad and I feel depressed. That's two things. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'm fine by the way listeners I know I'm making a lot of depression jokes I'm fine <laughs> if you're not just say just say the word okay just say the word I'm here for you baby I mean buddy but but which word <laughs> also baby I don't steady know. on there Roger steady on lad talk- steady on lad started talking like I'm from the 50s recently but yeah the, the 50 song thing I think it was tricky the like the only real takeaway i got from it was that i knew i would need to accept that some of the songs would be really bad mm. well from the stuff you showed me i mean I, I admittedly i didn't listen to all 12 um life kind of got in the way a little bit but the stuff you showed me sounded like quite good uh, i think have you tried to develop any of them since and sent them along to me again 
I no, I haven't actually. Um, the only one I have developed was one that I kind of wrote just after the challenge, just to, like for fun. I wrote this song called Sweet Tooth, which is just a limerick. Um, I'll tell you if you want. Please do. This <laughs> is so stupid. It goes, and it's like kind of got like um, like sort of uh music hall chords underneath, you know, like fast moving chords. Because I've got quite a sweet tooth for chocolate. I usually can't get enough. So I thought it made sense oh, I for, 50, this. for 52 pence to indulge in a bar of the stuff. But as I got back to my motor and I thanked the shop clerk for the snack, I sat in my car and I unwrapped the bar and immediately I took it back. I stormed him and knocked on the window. The shopkeeper turned with a smile. I assume you come back to complain of the snack that was left in the sun for a while. It's nice and short. Uh, <laughs> very succinct. I like I was thinking of adding but, uh, another you verse could, you to could... it, but... Well, I mean, there's there's not really a lot you could do other than uh, sort of continue the the shopkeeper sort of selling melted chocolate. <laughs> uh, but you could really go you could really go to town with the comedy voices on that and like do a like really I assume you're ap- unhappy. It sucks me out in a while. You know, it's funny, I actually tried that when I was um I recorded a demo of it and then I found this AI website called music.fy, musicfy I guess. And you get like five free AI conversions. So I recorded my vocal of me as the shopkeeper and then I uploaded it and converted myself to like some other voice, some other guy's voice. And it just sounded so weird. I don't think the technology is quite there yet to make it sound like good. No. (laughs) That technology is incredibly limited at the moment. It just sounded like me, but like with loads of chocolate and syrup in my throat like i assume you come back to complain of the snack that was left on the sun for a while yeah like which if 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 you wanted to do that you could just go and buy some chocolate <laughs> yeah <laughs> just gargle into the microphone <laughs> oh my god quality podcast entertainment <laughs> <laughs> what have you been listening to over the uh, last <laughs> week or two, I guess. I was going to say since the last episode, but that was a while ago. What have you been listening to yeah, over the last if... couple of weeks? Um, so the the album that has kind of I've listened to the most recently um, is uh, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds uh, Subspace Rhapsody soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> of course. The intermix chamber and containment field are stable. I'll get to the war core and assess its state when I'm able. Why? Where is that music coming from? Not from anywhere on the ship. Apologies, the most confounding thing I appear to be singing. I have sick bay for you, sir. Most unusual, so peculiar. Star Trek did a, uh, a musical episode, and it's the songs are better than they have any right to be. Um, I quite like it. I am a sad nerd. Uh, so <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. Um, also, a couple of mates have released some music. Uh, Fletcher James has released a single, Taurus. heard that as its piano form i thought it was great i've now heard the master recording i really like that that is great i heard well. it too it's really uh, good really good and then uh boundless brothers have released a couple of songs as well uh uh they have released uh the song gray which uh i don't think i've ever heard before which is a which is a it's a nice song and then Oh My God as well, uh, another song of theirs, which I have heard before. And again, it's just nice to hear the fully produced uh, version of it, which I'll, I'll probably put a clip of one of those in, in here. When I said, oh my God, what's going on? Feels like heaven's about to fall, about to fall. Oh my God, what's going on? Feels like heaven's about to fall, about to fall. 
and stream go and stream those but also stream star trek (laughs) (laughs) i uh i haven't heard the boundless brothers one yet but i've I've been meaning to check them out um and it's always like it always feels like a cool privilege to have friends who produce music and then you get to hear like the early version of it and then you go oh wow and now i've heard the the mastered version of it and seeing how it's developed and the choices they made i love that kind of stuff yeah like it's fun seeing what changes over time with boundless the annoying thing is that their harmonies never change because they're always brilliant and it's really annoying that they're that good at it how dare you be how dare you have talent (laughs) remind me are any people are any of them related or have i got that wrong (laughs) they're not Um, terrible people (laughs) uh yeah um sam and seba brothers so i thought so there's something about brothers being able to sing harmony on a different echelon than the rest of us you know um beach boys <laughs> lemon twigs uh who else are uh, oasis even oasis have got even oasis oasis are great but they've got really good do um, do, do oasis have harmonies yeah like uh yeah i mean not like not in the same like overly obvious way that maybe like the beach boys do or something but yeah yeah, they got some harmonies i'm struggling to think of any now i'm saying this i'm i'm doing that stupid thing people do sometimes well stupid thing i do sometimes where i've made the point so i'm defending it (laughs) but actually you might be right (laughs) they might just sing in unison actually i know we'll have we'll have to do a frantic a frantic oasis listening session or rather you can do that and i can i cannot do that so you can tell you, you can what. just say whatever you like because i won't fact check it <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what I'll, I'll take out oasis from the brothers harmony thing and i'll replace it with the bgs that's that's a that's a solid choice uh so um what, what have you been listening to in, in the most recent of the weeks Funnily enough, um, I actually have been listening to the Bee Gees. Um, I've been listening to their album Main Course. Um, I don't know if we'll like plug in the songs here, but if you do, plug in a little clip of um, "Come On Over." It's a, it's a really weird um, anomaly. In that the rest of the album's very them at the height of the disco craze. They're like on top of their game and the disco production and songwriting thing. And then "Come On Over" is almost like a Crosby, Stills and Nash type of song, like very harmony driven and like. I don't know, almost like countryish in, in a way, um, or like folky, well, I guess. Well, the- their early output was meant to be quite different from the the stuff they got really famous for. It is. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, mentioning for the second time in this episode, but Joe is my friend. Joe is a huge Bee Gees fan, and um, and I I kind of always like avoided them because I thought, oh, like it's just staying alive and stuff, which is good. Like when it comes on the radio and stuff, I'm like, oh, this is a really good song. But then he sent me albums like Odessa and um, oh, what are the other ones? Uh, anyway, they did loads of albums in the 60s and they're almost more sort of like um, small faces or like um, sometimes even like bordering on like Bob Dylan type of music. Um, but kind yeah, of very definitely. folk inspired, very sort of. Yeah, folk inspired acoustic type of thing, but I actually like their 70s stuff, the disco stuff, better than the 60s stuff, personally. Well,. I mean, you and pretty much everybody else on the planet, so... <laughs> yeah, but I say, I say that because, like, I thought, I thought, oh, I'll listen to the 60s stuff and then, like, I'll, I'll know about the cool albums they made. And there are some good moments on there, but, like, I think they really, like... You can kind of see why they got such stratus... You know, like, shot through the stratosphere in terms of fame and acclaim in the 70s because they were just on top of their game. So, so that. And uh, what else have I been listening to? Um, right now on my record player, I have uh, Super Tramp Breakfast in America, which I've listened to loads of times, but that's a great album. Don't you look at my girlfriend? She's the 
great album. Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite Supertramp album, I think. I overall album, yes, I, I would absolutely agree. I need to re-listen to it, but there are so many like great moments on that album. Just, just the way it begins that great riff, like. <laughs> Oh, totally. It's the logical so song. Any oh, album's yes. got the logical song and Breakfast in America. Absolutely. I remember I got this album when I was like 14 or so. And I kind of, I always gravitate towards those songs. But my mum texted me the other day saying that she was listening to the radio and she heard Lord Is It Mine? And I hadn't heard that song in a while. So that's why Lord it's on the turntable. Mine. And it's such a good song. It's... Yeah, it's kind of, uh, for a song that good to be, like, hidden in a track list means that the rest of the track list is absolutely stellar. It's really cool. Uh, my, my secret little favourite on there is Casual Conversations. Just, I love the tone of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. But, I'm yeah, just... that's, a, that's a killer album, that is. I, just, I literally just forgot we were doing a podcast and I was just like, I'm on the phone to you and I'm just looking at the liner notes of the vinyl. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give that another <laughs> listen this evening. I think <laughs> it's a really good album. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just you, you know. I think uh, you've been listening to a lot more new stuff lately. Like you're often sending me like, check this out. I found this on like titles, you know, new releases playlists and stuff. And um, I I remember the one that I liked that you sent me was uh, Le Fay, uh, kind of like almost like modern jazz. Be so smart as to try and pierce my porcelain heart. No boy's gonna kill the dreamer in me. Oh, yes, I remember sending you that. I need to have another listen to that. So do I, yeah. That's one of those ones where I heard it and I was like, I will re listen to this, and I haven't quite got back around to it yet. So that's it for this episode of the Weekly Song Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you've got any notes on anything that you've heard during the show today and you feel that we need to hear those notes, uh, if you've got notes in the form of a song that you've written and you'd like to send in to us, or if you have some other variation of the word note that I can't quite think of in this comedy premise that is already going on slightly too long, then why not send them <laughs> in to weeklysongpodcast at gmail.com uh, because we absolutely love uh, hearing uh, your letters and uh, reading them out on, on air. It's fun. I like it. Um, true, you know. You can find us, you can find us on uh, Weekly Song Podcast... You can find us on Weekly Song Podcast uh, Instagram, on Facebook on uh youtube uh you can also uh because i don't think we've uh had to plug this bit in this uh part of the show yet uh you can find our album uh the band is called schnookums and the uh album is called attaboy that's on streaming and Bandcamp and all of the various fun places where you can find music um talking of music roger where can people find yours well, uh, you can find up my music on all the normal places. Um, Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, all these different places. Um, and uh, also, the main place I'm active uh, in terms of social media is Instagram. That's at Roger Heathers. That's R-O-G-E-R-H-E-A-T-H-E-R-S. And in the link in my bio, you can find all the music places where I keep my music. And you can also sign up to receive a fortnightly newsletter via the link in my bio. So uh, I recommend that because I'm working on uh, an album at the moment and you can keep up to date with that there. Um, and how about you, Declan? Where can people find you and your music on the internet? Um, if you if you type Declan Kitchener into the internet, I'm fairly sure something will come up if you, if you, <laughs> if you Google it hard enough. Um, <laughs> Spotify, Tidal, uh, <laughs> iTunes, all the normal places you can stream music. Also, uh, Bandcamp uh, as well. Um, also, just want to point out that you've also got um, uh, a Instagram for your art-based stuff, haven't you, Roger? Oh my god, I, we've never mentioned that before. My dirty little No, secret. but I'm mentioning it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, it's called Ville Sale, and honestly, this is like, I really appreciate you you mentioning it, and we should definitely keep this in. But I haven't posted on there in a while. I'm really out of practice with drawing. I was supposed to do um, Inktober this year, which is like a month-long 
um, you know, you have a prompt every day and you draw something based around that. But I didn't do that and I feel guilty. But do check out my art because I draw... I basically just draw cigarettes. That's what I do. So it's kind of... I, I, I saw this YouTuber once say, like, if you want to get good at drawing, just choose a topic and draw it all the time. So I just draw cigarettes. Um, anyway... So yeah, and uh, I, I also wanted to say as well, like, because the, the Schnookums episode that we did, the Schnookums Spectacular, actually did um, quite well, and uh, people seem to enjoy it, so I wanted to say thanks for listening to that, and uh, and yeah, I'm glad people are checking out the album as well. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's quite a nice feeling having it out there and sort of knowing that people are engaging with it, which, uh, yeah, just make, makes me smile inside, and also outside, but mostly <laughs> inside. And in the middle. <laughs> all right um i believe that's it for this week um we shall see you again next week with two more songs yes yes we will i thought you were gonna say ta Oh no, I was I was waiting for your response. So Tara was going to come later, but seeing oh, right. as you well, seeing well, as you preempted it, we <laughs> we may as well do it now. Tara, everyone, Tara, Tara.